Hey there, CEOs. It's Brandy, and I have just a quick note for newer listeners. This show used to be called the She Who Dares podcast, but on May 5th, 2022, we changed the name to the Wedding Pro CEO podcast to better reflect my mission, to help wedding industry entrepreneurs scale a profitable business they love. The content is the same, just a more descriptive title. Enjoy the show. You're listening to episode number 82 of the She Who Dares podcast. Welcome to the She Who Dares podcast. I'm your host, Brandi Gar. I'm a small business entrepreneur with almost 20 years of experience in the event industry, and I've spent the last decade creating multiple thriving businesses, growing a dedicated team, and teaching others to do the same. Each week, I'll share an inspiring conversation or message to encourage you to follow your dreams to start or scale your business. Thanks for hanging out with me this week. Let's jump into the episode. Hey there, podcast friends. Welcome back to another episode of the She Who Dares podcast. My guest today is Solita Roberts, and she is the founder of Style to Impact. Solita is a personal styling and image consultant working with high-performing, purpose-driven women entrepreneurs and professionals to refine their wardrobe and their image so they can showcase their talents, expertise, and thought leadership with confidence. Solita believes that if more women show up in a confident and purpose-driven way, dream bigger, raise their voices for what matters, and become leaders in their businesses and communities, we will change the narrative on how society sees us and how we see ourselves. Like it or not, friends, style matters. Women are especially judged more harshly on their appearance. So whether you're speaking on stage, rebranding, or building your business, hosting a webinar, or interviewing for your dream job, style to impact and dress to influence. This is such a great episode with incredible nuggets to inspire you to use your wardrobe to build your confidence and to speak your brand. You guys, I know you're going to love this one. So I cannot wait for you to hear from Solita Roberts. Here we go. Hey, Solita, welcome to the show today. Oh, hi, Brandy. Thank you very much for having me. I am super excited for our conversation today. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun. And it's, you know, I think it's a different topic than we've done on the show before. So I was so excited when you reached out because I thought this is so important, but we don't really talk about it a lot. You know, we talk about on this show, we talk about the business and all the numbers and the social media and the followers and the sales. But we don't put enough um, emphasis, I think, sometimes on our brand, our style, what our style is saying about us. And so I cannot wait to dig into today's topic. But before we get too far into the details, Solita, I would love it if you would just tell our listeners a little bit about who you are and kind of how you came to the place you are now. Oh, thank you very much. Um, and to go back, I know we're going to be talking about this a little bit more in detail, but that is one of the things that I noticed that as business owners or as professional women, we never focus on how we look. We always focus on the numbers, but not mm-hmm. on the, not realizing that the two actually goes hand in hand. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so we're going to talk about that later. In terms of when I started, I'm going to be quite honest with you. I was never like the fashion girl. I paid attention to the way I looked, obviously, because I grew up with my grandmother and my grandmother was one of those persons that whenever you leave your home, you had to be presented properly. That's how she she would put it. Make sure that you represent, make sure that you, you know, you're walking with your head 
um, held high. But I never was into like, oh my gosh, I need to wear the latest. I need to get this. And it was just until I got into my working years, when I started my first corporate job, I didn't know what to, they didn't give us uniforms. So yeah, I was like, okay, professional. I had to dress professionally. And for me, professionally meant that that was a blazer and that was, you know, some form of suit. So I remember going out and getting two pairs of suit. It was a black and white, and they were both basically pinstripe. One was black with white stripes and one was white with black stripes. And I thought I was like the bomb. I was like, yeah, I'm going to rock this. I'm going to wear this for, you know, as long as I can, which I did wear them for as long as I can. Literally wore them to death. And I remember one day my, cause I was just to, just to backtrack. I was, my first corporate job was in banking. I was a teller. I was on the front line. I saw customers every single day. And I remember one day my supervisor came to me and she was like, you know what? I don't think that you're, you know, your style. She didn't say style. She's like, you know, what you're wearing doesn't truly represent your expertise. It doesn't truly tell your potential. It, you know, it's not doing you any justice. She tried as much as, as she could. Mm-hmm. God bless her soul. Not to be <laughs> offensive because it's that when you tell someone, oh, I don't think you should wear that or, you know, your image. And we talk about what people wear. Sometimes we tend to be sensitive about that, right? Yeah. So yeah. she tried as much as she could not to come across as, you know, negative or anything like that. But in true spirit of who I am, because I'm one of those persons, if your advice is about uplifting me, if your advice is about moving me in the right direction, I'm not always going to say, oh, you should have said it, but you know, you should have said that this particular way instead of, I kind of take what you're saying and say, okay, how can I improve? Mm-hmm. And that was for me the opening moment to how I presented myself. I'm like, if my supervisor saw me in this light, okay, she's saying that I have the potential to do better. I have the potential to, you know, really advance my career. However, I am not dressing the part, right? The message that I'm communicating is not one of someone who's looking to elevate their career. So I kind of took that as my guiding light from that moment on and just ran with it. I, that this, this wasn't me wearing expensive clothing. This was me just paying attention to how I show up in every room that I did. So, which brings me to why I'm doing this today. Fast forward to all of that. Cause I spent 15 years in banking. I never, <laughs> it wasn't something that I was like, Oh, I'm going to be a personal stylist right after <laughs> that moment. It was not that it was, you know, I went through my banking career but at the same time, I made sure that my image always represented the message that I wanted to communicate. It wasn't until like 2017, I want to say 2017, 2018, I was going through a crisis moment in my life and I was looking for a creative outlet. I wanted to do something different from what I was doing all my life. I wanted to do something different. And that's how I got into just creating flat lays. It was my way of, oh, dabbling in, you know, putting together outfits on, you know, Mm. flat lays and doing those different things until someone contacted me. I remember my first client was a lawyer and she contacted me. She was like, can you help me with my style? I was like, what? (laughs) I didn't even know. Honestly, I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't know that was a thing that people wanted. I was like, what? 
She's like, yes, I like the way you put together outfits. I'm going into a new position at work. I'm going to be doing some mentorship and I want to be able to dress the part. Mm. And that was the day that I became a personal stylist. (laughs) Isn't it funny how that works? It is. It is. Like sometimes we don't realize, and that's for me, I did not realize that there was a career in this. Like I did not realize it was important. Like I knew it was important to me. Right. Right. How I show up. But I didn't realize that there were other women out there who needed that help and who wanted someone to help them. And much less saw the need in looking at me saying, oh, can you help me? Because I never actually studied it. I never did anything. It was just me trying to find my creative outlet. So that was that was that was a journey. Um, And it's one that today I enjoy more than anything else. I, mean, I like to say it's what I do is women empowerment through style. Oh, I love that. That is so good. It, you know, I think that this is something, it took me a long time to learn as well, you know, because I really don't care about fashion. I know that sounds so <laughs> terrible, but I love that you kind of said that in the beginning too. It's like, I've never been a clothing girl at all. But I do think that, you know, that is the first impression that someone gets of you. And and that's just human nature is when you walk into a room or you take a picture or, you know, somebody sees you for the first time, they are creating an image of you right away. And that's just human. You can't make that stop. Absolutely. And and as they say, we don't get a second chance as making a first impression, yes. right? When you're, yes. when you're connecting with someone for the first time, mm-hmm. like what are some of the things that, you know, draws your attention, captures your attention and want to connect with them? And there are two things. I'm going to give you an example. I'm going to use you as an example as well. Okay. I'm nervous now. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't be at all. Because, and this is, this is an example as to how your image what you put on your, like to use to represent your brand connects you with people. Okay. Connects you with not only your ideal client, but but persons outside of your network and outside of your bracket. Mm -hmm. When I was looking at women's podcasts to support, one of the things, it wasn't just, yes, I did the search women empowerment, women podcasts, you know, women helping women type of podcasts and looking for different things. There was that, description, but there was also, what was that thing that's going to draw my attention? And I'm going to tell you when one of the things that made me stop on your podcast was your cover. Hmm. I love that. Cause we were just talking about my cover yesterday and deciding, do we want to change it as we get into our, you know, 200 or our next hundred episodes, but we love it. It's so fun. It is. And, and, and from that, I can gather a few things with you. You like to, you know, how you present yourself, it's important to you, but you also want to come across as, hey, I'm your girl next door, just from <laughs> the position that you're sitting in the chair, but hey, look at me, you know, kind of like we're here, we we uh, women who are changing the scope, we, you know, I dare you to do different things. Yeah. It tells a lot about you and that's what's going to make someone stop, I right? That. That's going to make someone want to go because I don't know anything about you, Right. When I'm when I'm searching for you, nothing. So I'm searching broad search, but there must be something that stops me mm-hmm. to want to see. Okay, what is Brandy about? What is what is this brand about? What is she talking about? Does it resonate with me? Do I want to be a part of this? 
right? Yeah. And I think one of the reasons why women don't look at the importance of what they wear, because there's this association of exactly what you said. I'm not into fashion, but here's where I kind of like make it different. Fashion to me is what you see on the runways is what the celebrities will, you know, the brands that they will wear and they, you know, posing and doing all these different things. Style, however, (laughs) is a representation of you. It's how you want to feel and how you want to communicate the message that you want to communicate. And I think that's where the education and being able to let women understand that don't think about your appearance as, oh, I need to be into fashion. No, I need to look at my style. That means I need to wear things that fit me. I need to wear things that complement my body type. I need to wear things that I feel happy and confident wearing. So I think that's where the distinction is. But we want to be able to have a, a style that draws people in. And if I can, if I can piggyback on my name, you have to have a style mm-hmm. that that helps you to make the impacts that you want in your life. So we're styling you for impact. This is so good. I'm writing notes as you're talking. (laughs) I know I can go back and listen to it, but I'm like, wait a second. This is so awesome. I love the way that you described that because you are making an impact with your style. And so often, especially I think in the wedding industry, we forget that it really is part of our brand. I've been in business 14 years. You know a blush wedding planner when you see one immediately because we have a very specific look. And there's been times over the years where we've thought, you know, maybe we should go more boho because that's the trend right now. Or maybe we should go with more neutral colors because we always wear all black cocktail dresses and pearls. And, but then it's like, but that's not our brand, our brand. This is what speaks our brand. And so I think it's so important to be confident in who you are and to dress to that style to make the impact. I, I love the way that you just described that, Solita. I feel like that was, I literally couldn't write fast enough, but I was <laughs> like, a 10 minute mark, go back and listen. This is so good. What you are doing is telling your story through your style. Like, who are you? I want to know who are you? I know that you're a wedding planner, but outside of that, who are you? What are some of the things you like? What are some of the things you enjoy? Because at the end of the day, I need to be able to connect with you, right? I need to be able to see that you can bring my vision to life. Whoever you are, it's important that you show up as that person. And this is why I need women to really show up as themselves, really wear the things that represent you. And people are going to gravitate to you for that. Yes. Oh, I love it. Okay. So this kind of goes along with, you know, how, Solita, would you style yourself for more visibility? Like what kind of things can we think about when we're trying to gain more visibility in such a saturated world, you know, especially with online? Oh, yes. Good question. Um, When it comes to like, especially right now, everybody, as you said, everybody's online. We are clicking and going two or three seconds. We need something to say yes before we can move on to the next thing, right? To grab our attention, to move on to the next thing. So what I encourage women to do is to go back to how do I want to define my brand? What is the message do I want to communicate? What is it that's going to make you different from someone else? If we're on Instagram, there are millions and millions of photos there, but what's going to make me, what's going to make you stop? What's going to make that person take an interest in you? That comes down to, you know, what are you wearing? 
you can make that a statement necklace when you're posing in your photos instead of the normal straight hands down to your side or the folded arms. Do something fun. Show your personality because that is what people are going to be connecting with you. We want to see your personality in these little squares that we're looking at. And, and your personality comes out through the things that you wear. Also, update your brand collateral, your image collateral. If you're using photos from your headshots from 10 years ago, and when I see you in person, you look nothing like that. I encourage <laughs> you to update, <laughs> update your image collateral, make it as current as possible. Have fun with you, you know, find a photographer that you can have fun with. Yeah. Not someone who's going to give you the stock same pose. We're all looking the same kind of photos. I remember when I was doing my photo, my brand photo shoot, my photographer, oh my gosh, I am the worst at taking photos, but she was so nice, so energetic, so in tune with, okay, I need to draw out your personality. And at the end of the day, my photos came out. I cannot say, you know, how great those photos came out because I had someone who made me feel so comfortable that you can see it in my photo. You can see my personality in my photo. So you want to be able to find a photographer that does that. Update those brand images to make sure that you are capturing your best self, wear your statement pieces, necklaces, earrings, jackets, whatever, your colors. And when we talk about colors, we can touch on this later, but you don't have to wear your brand colors. So if your brand colors are pink, blue, and green, you don't have to wear them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? You don't yeah. have to be a walking billboard for your brand. <laughs> That's actually an interesting point that you make because, so for instance, my brand colors for my coaching, they're pink and multiple shades of blue. And when I went shopping for my first brand shoot for my coaching, I was so frustrated because I was like, I don't look good in pink at all. And I don't, and blue felt like not really my style. I I do like blue, but so I was getting super frustrated and I finally was just like, forget it. I'm going to just buy the things I love that I think are going to look great on camera that I know I feel confident in. And it works so well on my page. I don't have to, I love that you said that, like you don't have to dress in your brand colors. I don't think you want to be completely off the chain, but a lot of what I wear in my brand photos is bright green because it looks good on me and I feel good in it. <laughs> yeah. And and that's the thing. I think the, the misconception is that, you know, when it comes to your brand and, and having this well curated brand that everything needs to align, including what you're wearing. No. It does mm-hmm. not, right? Because at the end of the day, all I'm seeing is if you if your brand is red and blue and everything that I'm seeing for you is red and blue, it's like, where's your personality within yeah. this? How do you stand out? Mm-hmm. So yes, you can incorporate colors every now and then from your brand into sure. what you wear, but don't make that your focus like, okay, my brand is pink and orange, so I need to find an outfit that's pink and orange. You can expand. There's so much creativity when you expand, Mm -hmm. right? If you like pink, there are different shades of pink. Mm -hmm. Maybe one particular shade doesn't work for you. Find your color. Find Mm -hmm. that one that really pops on camera that you feel great in and then style it to match your personality. Yeah. So let's talk about statement pieces because... I have kind of gotten known as the earring girl, which is funny (laughs) to me. I never in the past used to change my earrings. I wore diamond studs 
every single day. That's all yeah. I ever wore. Mm-hmm. And I've kind of become known as this person who always has on statement earrings. And, and that was not my intention. I did it for a photo shoot and then people kept asking me about it. So now I probably have a hundred pairs of statement earrings <laughs> that I love, but can you, I, I think for me, it really did change the way that I started styling my clothes because sometimes you can wear a super basic and add pieces to it. So how can exactly. we look for these statement pieces or what, what are some suggestions that you have? The first thing, exactly what you said, you wore something once and you got all these compliments Mm -hmm. that should now become your thing. Okay. Because you felt comfortable wearing it. And then you got all the compliments. It's like, oh my gosh, that's my thing now. That's my, that's my signature look. So every time you see Brandy, I'm going to be wearing, you know, a signature earring, right? Mm -hmm. So when it comes to developing your style and understanding what you want to wear, first thing I advise all my clients to do, Try different things. Do not put yourself in a box, right? As, because as you just said, you were accustomed to wearing studs. And then one right. day you decided, okay, I'm doing my brand photo shoot. I am going to be exactly who I am without realizing that's who you are because you've done something the same way for so many years and it became your thing. So that's my first advice. Be open to try new things. That is what style is. That is what's how you express yourself by trying different things. And also distinguish for yourself, like what is that message that you want to convey? The first message is to yourself. Okay. I think more, m- most of the times we're thinking, you know, how other people will perceive us, how other people are going to view us. What should we do for other people? But no, the first thing is how do I want to feel? If you want to feel like a rock star, what are some of the pieces do I need to feel like a rock star? Who are some of the influencers? And when I say influencers, I'm not talking about your social media influencers. I'm talking about like style icons yeah. that you would have seen that you absolutely love that particular jacket that they wore, or you absolutely love the way she styled herself for that, that press conference, right? So kind of draw inspiration from different places and match it to your personality. So as I said, if you want to be a rock star, but at the same time, you want to have a polished professional look and you're like, you know, because your clientele, that's who you're dealing with. You know, those are the persons in the suit and would be a high end set of clientele and they're dressed in a particular way. You have to then dress on that level, but still yourself. Yeah, this was actually one of the questions I had written down for you before we even started recording. So I'm glad we're kind of touching on this. So in the wedding industry, I feel like I notice this a lot. We're all very creative. Like you've you've said, it's a very creative industry. And so sometimes your look may be pretty creative, yeah. <laughs> pretty out there, which is totally fine. But I also believe that there are certain settings and occasions that we need to dress for. And so you kind of just touched on that, but I'd like to really dig into it a little bit. So you might have a biker vibe or let's let's say more common in our industry is like a boho vibe. And I've had photographers show up to a full black tie Catholic mass wedding to shoot in like tiny lace boho shorts and a tank top. And I literally want to vomit because I'm like, okay, I know that's your look, but that's not appropriate for where we are. Talk about the importance of dressing to the occasion as well, or to the style of the event you're going to. Oh, 
that that is that is absolutely like one of my pet peeves and, <laughs> and, and if you're going to show up to it doesn't matter your your profession it doesn't matter your role you always need to you always want to dress appropriate for the occasion yes and i know some person will be like oh but you know how do i in a, at a black tie event, still show my personality because this is who I am. I love a boho look. I love, you know, showing up this way. How can I black tie event? Everybody's in a suit and tie and a mm-hmm. cocktail dress, but that is not me. You don't have to wear a cocktail dress if you don't want to in the same form and structure because someone, a cocktail dress for you as a polished professional would be maybe something sleek, mm-hmm. clean lines, fitted. Yep. Right? That's that's your that's your polished professional. Me as a boho person, personality, that does not resonate with me. So how can I dress in a way that I'm still expressing myself but appropriate? There are boho type looking dresses that are suitable for cocktails. We're talking about, you know, your maxi dresses and there's a little bit of femininity, some flair on it. Yes. Those are the type of dresses that you can wear. So you're still tapping into who you are, but dressing appropriate. Now you may opt for, instead of wearing something that's super busy, because we're talking black tie and everything, you know, clean lines, yeah. instead of wearing something super busy, maybe your dress has one or two colors, nothing over the top. It still fits in. Keep it a little bit dark. So instead of going for a, a boho dress that has like really bright colors, maybe tone it down a little, something with more neutral colors in there. I want them to understand you need to dress appropriately for every occasion. You still need to be yourself. Find the common ground between those two that you're always showing up appropriately and as yourself at the same time. Yes. I love that because for my company, for my planning company, we have a rule that we're never allowed to show up in jeans and it's just something that. that doesn't go along with our brand. However, Every once in a while, the style of the event dictates it. You know, if you're going to a diamonds and denim event, please wear denim because (laughs) that's, that's the style of the event. So, you know, or if you're going to, uh, you know, a walkthrough at a barn, it could be appropriate to wear something a little more casual than we would wear to the four seasons. So we always try to teach our staff that too, like know your audience, you know, know who you're talking to and where you're going to be. Otherwise you're going to, it's going to be just strange. Exactly. And you, you will feel uncomfortable. Yes. Now, jeans, it's not something mm-hmm. that I wear. Yeah. So I remember when I got a job at um, a wealth management, Swiss wealth management company. And so on their casual Friday, it was, I did not know that this was my first Friday. Apparently on the casual Friday, what I got is that you wore whatever you want to wear. <laughs> like nobody paid attention to you on casual Friday. Right. So here it is. I showed up with my heels because that's my power piece. Yes. I'm not going to trade that in for nothing. I was wearing um, some dress skirt, but it wasn't the formal dress work skirt. It was it, The material was different, was a little heavier, was a little bit fun, and a sweater top. And everyone looked at me like, do you know it's casual Friday? I'm like, yeah. This is my casual Friday. As you can see, if you compare it to where I would dress in a suit and I'm not, I'm wearing a sweater and I'm wearing, you know, a different type of skirt that, yeah, this is my casual Friday. (laughs) But the point that I'm trying to make is that you may not be a jeans person, 
right? But the event may be, as you said, denim and something. Right. And you were like, oh, do I have to wear jeans? No, you don't. How about, instead, you may not feel comfortable wearing a jeans pants, but are you? would you feel comfortable wearing a jean jacket? Yes, yes. Right? Yeah. So you find the pieces that can complement and fit into the same situation, but works for you. I love it. <laughs> okay, so Salita, what are some staple pieces that should be in every wardrobe to kind of have this well-rounded closet to choose from? Okay, great question. And this is my first this is my first take on it. I know we we can google it from now, we can go all over and we hear that there must have pieces that every woman should have in her closet. I am going to do something contrary to that. I don't think those must have pieces every woman should have in their closet. Why? Because we're all different. Yeah. Right. So I may tell you a must have piece is jeans, but you don't wear jeans. So what does that mean for you? Right. <laughs> right. Right. So when, when it comes to must have pieces, I like to say basics are important. Whatever your definition of basics is, your dress code is. So basic for someone who wears jeans will be jeans. You can be, um, you know, different shades and colors of jeans. That's your basic. Someone who doesn't wear jeans may wear slacks. That's their basic. Mm-hmm. Someone who wears uh, T-shirts, make sure that you have all the colors and you make, you invest in quality T-shirts that you can have. If you don't wear T-shirts, but you wear button-down shirts, make sure that you have a variety of colors of, you know, solids, prints, add those to your closet. So your basics come down to your personal style. What are some of the things that you wear every single day? The only basics that goes for me, at least what I think, when I think of basics that goes across the board for every single woman is supportive bras. Mm. <laughs> that's a good, that's okay? a good one. Yeah. Every woman, regardless if you have, don't have may not be as blessed as the other person you need <laughs> you know it doesn't matter what your activity is if you're a sports person if you are you know girly girl it doesn't matter we all need supportive bras so that's one thing that i would say across the spectrum doesn't matter once you identify as a woman and you have breasts that you should get yourself some supportive bras okay. make sure that you get comfortable shoes when I say comfortable shoes, I don't necessarily mean flats because you may not like flats. I'm like, that's not something I feel incomplete whenever I wear flats. Mm-hmm. Get shoes that you can wear for different occasions that you feel comfortable in. So for instance, I don't feel good in your normal flats. So I wouldn't add that as a staple piece to my closet. But what I would add, because it gives me a different feeling, a different look in terms of a flat is a loafer. Mm, yeah. Like loafers, like that's my version because it still taps into that professional look that I want. Whereas if I wear like the basic flat flats, I feel completely underdressed. Me too. It doesn't, yes. matter, it doesn't matter what I'm wearing. So that's my advice to women when it comes, I know you can Google it and you're being told to, you know, white button down. That's important if you wear white button down. But if you don't, maybe a white t-shirt will work instead, Right. So think about how you want to represent yourself. What are some of the things that you wear every single day and add those to your closet? Because basics is not, um, they're not defined by every single woman should have it. Yeah. Because 
you go get, I will give you a laundry list of basics to add to your closet, but none of those, those things you wear. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then that defeats the purpose, right? Yes. I mean, absolutely. (laughs) I agree with you. I am a jeans person. So I feel like I have, you know, all kinds of different pairs and it depends on where I'm going and whether they have holes or no holes. And (laughs) exactly, (laughs) exactly. Because there's so much variety that you can get, right. And you can add it and that keeps your style fresh. That keeps your style current Mm -hmm. and it matches certain aspects of your lifestyle as well. Right. Because that's where you, you develop your basics. You can level up that style. Yeah. I mean, I am a jeans and t-shirt girl. I am, I would consider myself fairly basic, but some of the things that I've learned over the years that I try to implement to just have that statement piece, like you're talking about is either the earrings, the shoes, or adding a blazer for me are all the things that I can say. I can literally be in jeans and a t-shirt, like, you know, going to a PTA meeting at my daughter's school and then if I need to go to some sort of a networking event or whatever, I can throw on heels and a blazer and a big earring and exactly. rocket. So. Totally new outfit. The only thing you did was add two or three mm-hmm. pieces extra to what you already wear and you're layering on top of your basics, yep. right? Yeah. So there's no there's no decision fatigue as to, oh my gosh, what should I wear now that I'm <laughs> going for drinks with the girl? Right. I just finished with my daughter, but I have to go and meet a client or I'm going to, you know, a networking event. Yeah. I'm like, no. Pull your blazer, pull your heels, earrings, good to go. There you go. Uh, Easy peasy. I love it so much. Oh my gosh. Okay, so Solita, you have a style to impact guide that can we talk about that for a second? Because I'm so excited for our listeners to get their hands on this. Yes, absolutely. So the style to impact guide, again, because I wanted, as I said, it's about empowering women through style, Mm -hmm. changing the way women show up, uh, not only for themselves, but also in their business and their careers. Mm -hmm. Because we have been conditioned based on our own upbringing and upbringings and, you know, things that are around us and, and everything that's happened in our own personal lives as to what's a woman's role and how she should dress and how she should look. And, you know, women should not be, um, should not take up too much space that we, you know, we should just get in, put our heads down, do our work and just kind of like, you know, go, go on with our day. Mm -hmm. But slowly but surely. And one of the things I'm most proud of being a woman, this, especially, you know, during this time is that, we are making that decision to be seen. We're making that decision to be heard. We're making that decision to take up space, right? Mm -hmm. But while we're taking up that space, while we're being seen and while we're being heard, there's still a lot of women that struggle with what to wear, right? How do I dress my body type? How do I step into my full purpose and still at the same time dress in this way because women weren't taught to be feminine and successful at the same time. It's like every time we think about women and success, it's like most of the times that you've seen is like, oh, she's wearing a pantsuit. She's wearing it because that is what we were taught. That's what we were told. That's just, that's a culture we were, you know, we were brought up in. So when I created the style to impact formula, it's basically helping women to break those shackles, let go of everything that we were told as to how we should show up and how we should dress and how we should look and really embrace who we are as women, our different personalities, our different um, expertise, and package all of that in a way that's 
us in a way that we are confident, in a way that we can tell people that, hey, I am a woman. Remember that. I am a woman. This is how I express myself. And I'm not going to pigeonhole myself in any bracket or or cubbyhole or whatever it is as to how I should appear and how, how I should show up, right? So the guide is all about making sure that you have unshakable style and confidence. Because once you have the confidence, you can do anything. And once you feel confident in the things that you wear, then you don't have to second guess whether or not you're showing up as yourself. The style to impact uh, formula, it's about taking a holistic approach to style, um, not just about how we see style, but how we dress and how we uh, present ourselves, right? Once you master the five steps and you really understand what it is, then you'll be able to let go of all those things that you were told as to how a woman should show up. And that's the, the first step is to really like know who you are right? Yes, absolutely. Not, not, not what someone told you, you should be and you should wear and you should, you should operate. Mm -hmm. You become your full and complete self. You are happy and you're celebrating who you are. And at the end of the day, that's what you want to do. You really want to unleash who you are as a person and really show up as your best self. And that's what's, that's what Style to Impact, um, the formula guide is about. It's just really getting you to that place where you're owning your power and showing up as yourself. Oh, this is so good. So Lita, <laughs> I want everybody to drop down to the show notes and make sure that you click the link that's there. We have it right there in the show notes for you. You can grab the guide because it's so, so good. And this is such an important piece of who we are and what people think about us. So in addition to the style guide, Solita, where can everybody find you online to come follow you and learn more about what you do? Yes. So I am super active on LinkedIn. You can find me there uh, under Solita C. Roberts or Style to Impact. Mm -hmm. I'm also on Instagram. So those are like my two social media platforms. Instagram is Style to Impact as well. You know, just learn a little bit more about me and the services that I provide on my website, which is styletoimpact.com. So every handle on social media and on my website is Style to Impact. There's also an opportunity to have a free style to impact assessment with me where we go through and discuss your goals and just kind of like see what direction you should go with your style. Yeah. Okay, you guys will make sure that you're following Solita in all the places, download the free style guide. And if you decide to add a piece to your wardrobe, a statement piece, or, you know, if you took away any nuggets from this, I would love it if you would share that with us and make sure you tag Style to Impact and tag me because it's always fun to kind of see what people get from the episode. So I think that that would be a lot of fun. And then we can yeah. cheer you on. Thank you so <laughs> much for being here today. This was a really fun episode. And I think that we learned a lot. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much for having me, Brandy. I really appreciate it. Okay, you guys. So what did you think of that episode? I loved that this one had so many practical tips, but it was also kind of like punch your gut inspiring too, right? I mean, it's so important to think about your wardrobe and how your style is portraying your brand and how your style is portraying that first impression of you. So whether you're into fashion or not, because if you guys know me, you know I'm not, it is about your style and it is about how that impacts who you are and what people think about you. So I think that this episode was definitely one for the books and one that I'm so glad that we got to do on this podcast because it really goes along with 
the business of weddings and understanding how much that impacts who you are. If you loved this episode, please screenshot it or take a picture of a new style that you're implementing and make sure to share it on your story and tag style to impact and also tag me at Brandy Gar. I would love it so much. We always love to know what did you think about this episode and how is it resonating with you and what tips are you taking away from it? So make sure to do that. And you guys, thank you so much for being here. I will look forward to seeing you next time. Have an awesome week. Hey there, wedding pro. Are you feeling overwhelmed, burned out, and wondering how you will ever pay yourself an actual salary from this business you're building? I get it. I'm a wedding pro just like you. I sat in this season of overwhelm and no pay for way too long. Now I own one of the largest planning firms in Orlando, Florida, while doing less than five weddings myself each year. And yeah, I pay myself a full-time salary too. And I'm not alone. Hundreds of other wedding pros just like you have gone from overwhelmed to confident CEO by using the proven strategies I teach inside the Wedding Pro CEO Accelerator. I tell Brandy all the time how grateful I am for her. Before joining with her, I thought I was successful and I was successful, but I was working 24 seven, barely making a profit. Now, over a year later, working with her, it's just been life changing. We have our Monday calls. I voice text with other wedding planners all over the nation. And it's helpful just to have someone that's done what we're trying to do. And that is what the CEO Accelerator Group has helped and taught me to do. Inside the Accelerator, you get lifetime access to the six step-by-step modules that walk you through the pillars of a profitable wedding business. The financial services spreadsheet that Brandy gives you as a part of the Accelerator is worth the price of the Accelerator alone. If you need clarity on finances, your budget, if you can hire, if you can even pay the people that you have hired, go get the Accelerator because that spreadsheet gave me the knowledge and power to make the decisions to continue hiring and growing my team in the way that I want to. But what good is all of this knowledge without accountability, community, and of course, a place to ask your most burning questions? When you join the Wedding Pro CEO Accelerator, you also get six months inside our live coaching membership. It literally has changed the way I do business. It has changed the way I view things. It has changed the way that I manage things. It is totally amazing to be able to sit with CEOs that have been through what I've been through, have been through the trenches and can give me the insight as to how they got through it. It doesn't feel like, oh my gosh, I'm the only person on the planet who feels this way. No, there's tons of other CEOs that feel the same way I do and we can talk about it, think through it and we can learn. It is absolutely amazing and if you're thinking about it, you should do it. The Wedding Pro CEO Accelerator is the best of a course, a membership, and a group coaching community all in one. The group has been so supportive and has really kept me sane through the busiest season I've ever seen in my career. For that, I'm really thankful. Looking forward to the next year and all the things I have to learn to grow and scale my business and super excited for the next steps. Here's the thing. You can absolutely listen to this show every single week to get nuggets that will help you scale your business. And over the course of a few years of piecing together all of that free information, you could very likely grow a successful wedding business. Or you can join the Wedding Pros CEO Accelerator today to get the proven step-by-step roadmap you need to ditch the overwhelm, build maximum profit, and step into your role as confident CEO, all in just six short months. 
In 2021, we did 220,000 in revenue, which I was so excited about at the time. In 2022, where we sit now, our revenue came in around 560,000. Honestly, I attribute so much of that to really being able to grow. I actually no longer take on weddings myself. I'm really able to focus and be the CEO of my company. And that's come with a lot of guidance from the Accelerator Group, all of the other incredible CEOs in that program, bouncing ideas off of each other, asking for the help and hearing from other people and what's worked and what hasn't. Just click the link in the show notes below to learn more about the Wedding Pro CEO Accelerator and let's build your profitable wedding business together.